So, ang monomer, yung Y-shape. Ay, dinarabing natin antibody kanina. Yan, monomer yan. Ayan, ganyan. No? So, aside from IgG, sino-sino pa yung uh, monomer? So, IgG. Sino pa? Sa table natin, aside from IgG, monomer din ang IgA1. Monomer din ang IgD and IgE. So, lahat sila ganyan ang appearance. Na? Monomeric structure. Uh, ano pa yung ibang structure ng antibody? Meron din tayong dimer. Yung dimer natin, para naman ang appearance ng dimer. So, ang dimer, dalawang magkadikit na monomer. Yan, no? Connected by a J-chain. So, this is an example of a dimer. So, sinabing dimer, dalawang monomers connected by a J-chain. So, sinong antibody ang ganti yung structure? IgA2. So, dimer siya. Okay? And the last structure of antibody is pentamer. This is the largest of all antibodies. So, sinabing pentamer from the prefix penta, it means it is composed of five Monomers. So, example, ito yung joining chain. So, meron ditong uh, monomer. Uh, bali, limang monomers yan. Ano? One, two, three, four, five. Ayan. So, five monomers. Yan ang pentamer. Sinong antibody ang ganti yung structure? IgM. Ayan. Okay? So, wag kakalimutan yung three configurations ng antibody. Yung monomer, yung pinaka-basic. Yung nilabel natin kanina na Y-shape, pinaka-basic yan. IgG, IgA1, IgD, IgE. Pag dalawa, dalawang monomer connected by adjoining chain, dimer. So, example, IgA2. Kapag naman five monomers, Connected again by a J-chain or joining chain, it is a pentamer. And that is the conformity of IgM. So, overall, the largest of all antibody, based on its size, syempre, pinakamalaki, pentamer, IgM. Na? Pinakamalaki ang size niya. Okay? So, sa table natin, yan ang differentiation by means of their structure. So, next sa table, yung percentage... So, sinabi ko na kanina, sino pinakamarami sa serum? IgG. So, followed by, sinong next? After ng IgG, pinakamarami sa serum. Next is IgA, IgM, and IgD. IgG, IgA, M, D, and E. Ayan. Yan yung arrangement. From the most predominant, most abundant, to the least abundant. So, ang least abundant, IgE. Uh, ito yung most abundant. In human serum. Yan yung arrangement niya. Most abundant. Next is IgA, IgM, IgD. Pinakakaunti sa serum, IgE. Ayan. Okay? So, next, molecular weight. Uh, so, sa, sino ang pinakamataas ang molecular weight? Siyempre, yung pinakamalaki ang size. 
Sino yung pinakamalaki ang size kanina na na-discuss natin? Si IgM. No? Ilan yung molecular weight niya? Ang molecular weight niya is 900,000 Daltons. 900,000 Daltons. And siya rin ang may highest sedimentation rate. Ang sedimentation rate niya, 19S. O, ito, natanong to sa board exam last time. Natanong sa board exam, what is the sedimentation rate of IgM? So, nasa choices, 19S. Huwag kakalimutan. Yung S stands for Sedberg Unit. S stands for Sedberg Unit. Silent V. Sedberg Unit. Okay? So, siyang highest in molecular weight, highest sedimentation rate. Next is half-life. So, sino naman ang pinakamatagal sa circulation? Ang half-life niya, 23 days. So, sa table natin, based on half-life, pinakamatagal si IgG ulit. Si IgG, longest half-life. Ilan days? Nasa circulation, 23 days bago siya ma-degrade or bago siya masira sa blood circulation. Mag-stay muna siya sa blood ng 23 days. Now, followed by IgA, IgM, IgD, and IgE. Yung IgE ang may shortest half-life. Uh, ilang days lang siya nag-stay uh, nag sa bloodstream? Two and a half days lang. So, ang may longest half-life, IgG. Ang may shortest half-life, IgE. O, kung mapansin nyo, magkapareho lang ang arrangement when it comes to percentage and when it comes to half-life. O, di ba? Mapansin nyo, pareho lang. Yung pagkakasunod sila. Di ba, kanina, ito yung arrangement natin sa percentage. Pinakamarami sa serum, IgG. Pinakakaunti, IgE. Ganon din ang arrangement sa half-life. Longest half-life, IgG. Shortest half-life, IgE. Ayan, no? So, pareho lang sila ng arrangement. No? When it comes to percentage and half-life. Next, sino naman ang nakakapag-activate ng complement? So, for complement fixation, tatlong antibodies ang capable for complement fixation. Complement fixation. Ayan. So, sino-sinong antibody? So, sa table natin, sinong may kaya mag-fix ng complement? IgM, um, IgG, and also IgA. Yung IgA, through alternative pathway lang, kaya niya mag-activate or mag-fix ng complement through alternative pathway. Ayan. Okay? And <clears throat> kapag i-compare natin yung tatlo, no, um, pag tinanong tayo sa board exam, which of these antibodies are the most efficient in complement fixation? Ang most efficient sa tatlo when it comes to complement fixation, IgM, ang number one. Most efficient in complement fixation. Yan, no? Kailangan niya lang ng one molecule para mag-fix ng complement. 
Ang IgG, kailangan, niya, kailangan naman niya ng two molecules para mag-fix ng complement. So, among the three antibodies, when it comes to complement fixation, IgM ang most efficient of all. Okay? So, yan ang ating uh, uh, best antibody for complement fixation, IgM. And then, next sa table, placental transfer. Ayan. So, sino ang uh, capable ng placental transfer? O sa table natin, isa lang naman ang capable ng placental transfer. Uh, from mother to baby, sino lang nagkakross ng placenta? IgG only. Okay? And siya rin ang implicated kapag may mga cases ng HDN or hemolytic disease of the newborn. Ayan. So, nasa PowerPoint natin, ano? It is the only immunoglobulin that can cross the placenta. Ayan, IgG. Okay? So, dun sa table, meron pa tayong last na entry, other information. So, pakisulat na lang to, no? Other information for uh, each antibodies. Let us start with IgG. No, other info na lang tayo, no? Other information. So, number one, IgG ulit tayo. Si IgG, uh, additional information, meron siyang four subclasses. It has four subclasses. Ayan, so, ano-ano yung mga subclass niya? Meron siyang IgG1, IgG2, IgG3, and IgG4. IgG1, 2, 3, and 4. Now, meron ba siyang mga specific na karakteristik? Oh, meron. Ano? Si IgG1, it is the most efficient subclass in placental transfer. Most efficient IgG in uh, placental transfer. Placental transfer. Si IgG2 naman, kung si IgG1 ang most efficient, si IgG2 naman ang least efficient. Least efficient in placental transfer. Ayan. So, 1 and 2, all about placental transfer. IgG1, most efficient from crossing the placenta. Si IgG2, hindi siya ganun ka readily nagko-cross ng placenta. No, least efficient siya in placental transfer. Okay? Si IgG3 naman, most efficient in complement fixation. Most efficient in complement fixation. Complement fixation. Now, si IgG4 naman, Opposite ng number 3, siya naman ang least efficient. Also in complement fixation. Yes. So, mapansin nyo, 1 and 2 is all about placental transfer. 3 and 4 is all about complement fixation. So, those are the individual characteristic of the subclasses of IgG. So, other information na lang to, no for IgG. Ayan. So, ito yung uh, sinulat ko sa board. 
So the subclasses of IgG differ in number and arrangement of disulfide bonds. Pag tinanong naman tayo, among these four subclasses, sino ang major subclass? So based sa PowerPoint natin, ang major subclass, 66% IgG1. So siya ang major subclass of IgG. Siya ang pinakamarami, IgG1. No, which is most efficient in placental transfer. Okay? So, those are the other information for IgG. So, next na tayo, no? IgM. So, sabi ko nga, ang illustration natin ng IgM, pentamer. So, yan, sa slide natin, nasa yung picture niya. Pentamer composed of five individual monomers. Siya ang largest of all Siya ang may highest molecular weight and highest sedimentation rate. So, it is also known as macroglobulin because of its size. So, malaki siya. Kaya tinawag na macroglobulin. It is found on the surface of developing B-cell, primary response antibody, first immunoglobulin produced by an infant, most efficient in complement fixation and agglutination reaction, and the five monomers are held together by adjoining chain. Okay, so itong nasa gitna ng IgM, now this one is termed as the joining chain or J-chain. And ito, no? yung nasa pinaka-center niya. Joining chain ang tawag natin yan. And this is rich in one particular amino acid. This is rich in amino acid cysteine. Rich in amino acid uh, cysteine. Ito, itong joining chain na yan. Okay? So again, wag kakalimutan for IgM. Pakisulat na lang sa other information. Si IgM, most efficient in complement fixation. Most efficient in complement fixation. And also in agglutination reaction. Also in agglutination reaction. Okay? So, pakisulat sa other information. IgM, most efficient in complement fixation and agglutination reaction. So, sabi ko kanina, overall, sa lahat ng antibodies, ang number one sa complement fixation, IgM. O, class, take note, ha? wag malilito. Kanina, May sinulat ako ditong subclass ng IgG which is also efficient in complement fixation. Sino yun? Si IgG3. So, wag malilito. Si IgG3 ang most efficient within the family of IgG. Dito siya most efficient. Between 1, 2, 3, and 4 ang most efficient sa kanilang apat sa complement fixation IgG3. Pero pag tinanong tayo overall, Sa lahat ng antibody, IgM, IgG, IgA, IgD, IgE, sino ang number one overall? Sa most efficient in complement fixation, ang answer natin, IgM. So ito, ito na talaga yung overall. Sa lahat ng antibodies, siya ang number one. Yung IgG3, within the family lang ng IgG siya efficient sa complement fixation. Okay? So yun ang karakteristik ni IgM. So, complement fixation and also agglutination reaction. So, meron ako dito picture. 
no? Bakit siya tinawag na best in agglutination reaction? Si IgM. O, kung mapansin nyo, sa between red cells, since malaki ang IgM, kayang-kaya niyang i-bridge yung distance between red blood cells. Therefore, uh, making it very efficient in agglutination reaction. One good example class is yung pang-blood typing natin. Diba yung pang-blood type natin, antisira, ang laman nun, IgM. Kaya pag nag-blood type tayo sa slide, malakas ang reaction. Kahit applicator stick lang ang ginagamit, malakas ang agglutination because pentameric yung configuration ng IgM. Malaki ang size niya. It is very easy for the molecule to bridge the distance between the cells and provide good agglutination reaction. Okay? So, yun ang ating tatandaan for IgM. Very good in complement fixation and agglutination reactions. Okay? So, next is IgA. So, other information for IgA. Dalawa yung subclass ng IgA natin. IgA1 and IgA2. Number three, IgA1 and IgA2. So, yung IgA1, ano siya, uh, monomer siya. So, ano nga appearance pag monomer? Letter Y, shape. Yan, ganyan lang siya, no? Yung IgA2 naman, dimer. So, pag dimer, dalawang monomers na magkadikit. Joined by a J-chain. So, one monomer and then J-chain, another monomer. Ayan. So, this is an example of a dimer. Dalawang monomer connected also by a joining chain. Meron din siyang joining chain. Aside from joining chain, meron din siyang secretory component which protects the molecule from enzymatic degradation. So, meron siyang J-chain, meron din siyang secretory component. Now, anong difference ng dalawa bukod sa configuration? Yung IgA1, it is found in serum. Kaya minsan ang tawag sa kanya, serum IgA. Ang IgA2 naman, it is found in body secretions. Kaya minsan ang tawag sa kanya, secretory IgA. This is serum IgA. This is secretory IgA. Okay? And pag tinanong tayo, class, what is the most abundant antibody in body secretion? Most abundant antibody in body secretions? Ang isasagot natin, pag body secretions ang specimen, the most abundant is IgA. Pero pag ang question, most abundant antibody in serum, Sino nga ulit ang pinakamataas ang percentage sa serum? IgG. Okay? So, wag kakalimutan. Pag ang question, most abundant in body secretions, the answer is IgA. Pag ang question, most abundant in serum, the major antibody in serum is IgG. Okay? So, wag kakalimutan to. For IgA. So, those are the two subclasses of IgA. Next, um, other information naman for IgD. So, for IgD, it is intended for immunoregulation. Yan. So, pag sinabi natin immunoregulation, 
it just regulates the synthesis of other antibodies. Regulates synthesis of other antibodies. So, wala siya masyadong ino-offer na protective property. Hindi siya nagpa-protect from infection. Ano lang ang purpose niya? Taga-regulate lang ng synthesis ng antibodies. Aside from that, pwede rin siyang surface marker on IgM. ba Sa maturation ng basals kanina, may nag appear din na surface IgD. Okay, and last, other information for IgE. Si IgE naman, dalawa yung common names niya. Ano yung dalawang common name ni IgE? It is also known as reagenic antibody. Ayan, o, bakit siya tinawag na uh, reagenic antibody? So, tinawag siyang reagenic antibody because it has affinity to mast cells. It has affinity to mast cells. And mast cells are involved in hypersensitivity reaction. Hypersensitivity reactions. Ayan, na? So, nagbabind siya sa surface ng mast cells. Kaya siya tinawag na reagenic antibody. Another name for IgE, Hitlabile antibody. is also known as Hitlabile antibody. Ayan. So, bakit siya tinawag na Hitlabile? Pag sinabing labile, madali siyang masira. No? It is easily destroyed upon heating. No, anong temperature siya na-destroy? Na-destroy siya at uh, 56 degrees Celsius for a period of 30 minutes. The molecule of Ig is destroyed at temperature of 56 degrees Celsius for a period of 30 minutes. No, kaya siya tinawag na heat labile antibody. So, ito na yung last natin no? for other information for each uh, antibody.